This is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and tonight I'm joined by... Tor Abyss from Lucifer Star Machine. Uh, we are a band from Hamburg, originally formed in London, UK, and we play fucking rock and roll. So your album's been out a couple of weeks. What's the response been like so far from the media? Um, well, we got uh, raving reviews. Everyone is just saying it's uh, it's an amazing album. We got like uh, 9 out of 10 and 10 out of 10 reviews and stuff. So um, everyone is going crazy for it. Um, the problem is obviously because of the coronavirus, um, we have bitten the shit. It, basically, the release happened uh, this month. And due to the coronavirus, people lost their jobs. And they, I don't know, they obviously don't have that much money. And that obviously will affect the sales. We don't have any sales um, details yet and stuff, you know. But I reckon that's going to be a bad thing for everyone who's releasing uh, music at the moment. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. It's a worrying time, not just for the music industry, but for everyone. It's absolutely horrendous. How long do you think this is going to carry on for? And once it does stop, I hope for to get out on tour and get over to the UK. Well, I don't know. Um, I think we're in the uh, Germany's in a bit of a better position than the UK at the moment because we we started earlier with the lockdown and with everything. So um, at the moment, they cancelled all big uh, gigs, um, concert festivals till the uh, end of August. So basically, all the the summer festivals are definitely cancelled. I don't know what they're going to do with the small gigs and stuff. You know, um, they they haven't said anything to that. At the moment, it's still that everyone is on lockdown, but you know, some shops are allowed to open again, and they're going to take this step by step. In the UK, obviously, you started later with the, with the whole lockdown thing. So we're supposed to play in the UK in September. But I don't know how this is going to be at the end, you know, if uh, we can actually get over there and, and play the UK. So let's hope for the best. Would he be doing webcasts or even like a streaming set of the whole album? No, we, we haven't uh, thought about anything like that. The, the thing is, you know, we just want to go back and, and get back on the road and play live. I don't know, we don't like a band um, that wants to do live streams and stuff. Yeah, the other thing is, we don't really live in the same city. Man, I'm, I'm from Hamburg and I live here, you know. But the other guys, three of them live in a different city. They're like uh, nearly three hours away. And one guitarist lives five hours away. So it's not that easy, actually, to set something like that up, you know. At the moment, we're just writing new songs. I mean, we just released the records. It's not like we have to do that, but, you know, what else are you going to do? WhatsApp and stuff, you know, just write, you know, we write forth and back, um, sending song ideas and stuff, uh, recording with the uh, Garage Band program. And, yeah, just writing songs for the next album. But, obviously, that's not going to be released for a while. But, uh, yeah, what, what else are you going to do at, in these shit times? I've been furloughed at the moment, so... I'm off work till God knows when. I'm a tattooist. I got a tattoo shop. Obviously, I had to close down as well and stuff. You know, yeah, it's everyone is is in the shit. You know, there's no money coming in. Um, I don't know how it is in the UK. If you get uh, benefits from uh, from the government, I mean, here they set something up, but obviously nothing has come through yet. You know, you have to apply for stuff, which I did, but everything has just taken a long time. Yeah, man, it's a total nightmare, isn't it? But let's try and talk about the album. It's been out a short time, but can you tell me which is your favourite track on the album today and why? And also how much of a progression would you say it is from your previous works? 
Um, my favorite track, I'd say, is uh, Dwell in Misery. Uh, that's that's the last video we've done as well. I had to persuade the other guys in the band to do a video for that because they wanted to do different songs because everyone's got like a personal favorite. Now we did three videos so far, and and this one is just my favorite. It's got like a really strong chorus. I love the chorus. A uh, really strong vocal line, I think. Yeah, it's a completely different way how we approached this album. Uh, on on the old records, it was just like like a, a garage punk uh, approach basically you know like writing the songs in the rehearsal room together and stuff and then yeah going in the studio just just basically recording it uh, and, and mixing it that's it and stuff you know but uh, this time we wanted to do it like in a different way so we basically wrote everything um at home sending recordings to each other basically it's that's what I said we'll be doing right now as well. Um, and it's actually a good way to, to write songs because you can really define them, you know. And we really wanted to put more work into this album and um, define the whole songs and stuff and, and make them less crude, less garage punk and more like... More, we wanted to have more like a prime rock album, if you know what I mean. And I think the sound um, is different as well to the, to the old records, therefore. Uh, it's more like a more like a rock sound, and less of a less of a punk sound. If you know what I mean.
the artwork is really eye-catching as well and interesting. Do you plan to have that as a tattoo? The artwork, basically, you know, I'm like uh, really into horror and that type of thing. And um, obviously we call Lucifer Star Machine. So I thought like uh, it would be good to have like the devil on it. And uh, the inspiration uh, was like from, from old horror magazines like famous uh, Monsters of Filmland. I you know if you know these magazines. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Yeah, and the, and the artwork on on there was uh, yeah was really iconic and really cool and stuff. And I really want, wanted to have something like that um, uh, on the album as well. And uh, the guy who's done it is like a guy from Poland, uh, Lukas Jasak is his name. And uh, he's done uh, he's worked with us on the first two albums, not on the third. I, I did the, uh, the artwork for the third one. But uh, yeah, we, we basically got in touch with him again, and uh, yeah, and he's massively improved since then as well, and he, he did a tremendous job. I'm really happy with that. To have uh, the two, well, I've, I've got no space for the twos anymore. <laughs> I don't know about the other guys and stuff, but it might be a possibility, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Going back, can you remember the first ever performance of Luc Lucifer's Star Machine and how it felt? Yeah, I, I can remember it very well. I mean, um, that was in the early 2000s. We, we started the band in 2002. And uh, I think it might have been 2003 then probably when we, when we had the first gig. And that was in London at uh, Club for Losers, a basement club. And uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Um, I, I think it was called St. Moritz. And they had like a weekly thing or like a monthly thing, I can't remember, uh, called Club for Losers. It was like punk bands, glam bands, uh, rock and roll bands, that type of thing. And that's, that's where we played the first show. And it felt, yeah, it felt pretty good, obviously. And I, I, I remember I started uh, the gig with screaming into the microphone, do you want to wash your hands in the cunt of destruction? <laughs> yeah, and then we took it from there. With the world in isolation, who would be the ultimate four famous musicians to be in lockdown for a year with? Oh, bloody hell, man. That's a difficult question, man. Well, obviously, it would have been Lemmy, but um, oh, he's not with us anymore. Nick Anderson from Helicopters, maybe, and stuff, you know. I'm pretty sure you can talk a lot about music with him. Glenn Danzig, but maybe he would piss me off after a while. I don't know. The Ramones are not with us anymore, either. I don't know. I, I don't really idolise... Um, any any people, I mean, people I have idolised are probably dead. So it's like, um, it's hard to think of that, to be honest. One of the songs from the album could appear on a soundtrack of any film or cult TV series. Which one would you choose? I think it's El Camino Real, which is a cover of a, of a rock and roll rockabilly song by Lee Dresser. And obviously we did our own take on that. Like in all the reviews I wrote already, I mean, this sounds like a, a James Bond soundtrack or a, a song uh, Tarantino or Rodriguez could have in their films. So yeah, that, that would be the first choice.
So when all of the restrictions do eventually cease, will you be having your release party? That's the plan. Even if it's a bit stupid to have a release party a few months later, but the release party would have, would have been in uh, in Hamburg on the 10th and then another one the day uh, day later in, in Braunschweig. That's where, uh, Brunswick, uh, it's called in English. That's where um, the other three guys are from. And obviously that got cancelled. So yeah, we, we tried to reschedule that and uh, have the re- release party at a later point. What was the last album you brought or downloaded? The last one was actually a, a, an older album, the first album by Deadlord, a, a band from Sweden. And uh, The Good, The Bad and The Sugly. Um, do, you know, do you know them? That's the singer who's in Quella Tuck. Um, that's uh, an album I bought recently as well. Rock, metal and alternative music definitely seems to be more popular in mainland Europe. What did you put that down to? I think that the scene to, to, to pay gigs is definitely better in Germany. I think in England it's a fucking nightmare because promoters don't want to pay her and uh, they don't want to put you up. And uh, it's just hard to, to play shows as a, as a smaller band in, in the UK. But in Germany, you know, um, they look after you better. How do you prepare before a performance and do you still get nervous? No, nah, man, I mean, I've been doing that for quite a while. So I never get nervous. Um, basically, we go to a show, you know, and then we go on stage and we, we're going to fucking rock the place. I mean, that's what we do. I mean, if you're doing uh, music for a while and stuff, you know, um, I don't know, you've you got to be sure about yourself and stuff, you know, when you go on stage. I mean, and yeah. otherwise, you know, people got to believe in what you do. Could you give us four words that describe Lucifer's star machine? Fucking punk rock roll. Growing up, what posters did you have on your bedroom wall? Uh, Kiss. Uh, basically, that's my, my first... I mean, the, the room I had as a, as a young kid and stuff just was full of Kiss posters, nothing else. Just, like, completely full of Kiss. I was collecting all the posters and stuff uh, from, from all the magazines and, uh, yeah, and had my entire room just with Kiss posters. First band, obviously, they got me into rock and roll. Vinyl or digital? Uh, vinyl, obviously. Bratwurst or beer? Yeah. Ramstein or accept? <laughs> accept. That's a funny question, man. <laughs> small gig or festival? Uh, small gig. Donald Trump or Merkel? No, definitely Merkel, man. Uh, come on, man. I mean, if you choose Tom- Donald Trump, man, what the fuck? Oh, he's fucking hilarious, so you got to admit. <laughs> it's just scary. <laughs> it's scary, though. But yeah. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? I know, you know, you're all in trouble with money and everything, but still, if you want to support rock and roll, if you want to support us, um, buy a new album. It's out on CD, on vinyl, on deluxe vinyl even, uh, with, with splatter vinyl and uh, gatefold sleeve. Uh, buy it, listen to it, and get motherfucking lucified. This is Torbis from Lucifer Star Machine, and you're listening to Metal God's Meltdown. We are all-
Oh, 